complicated pretty fast. This is like the nano level. There are tons of distillation applications. We're back for the next week's episode of Third Derivatives Mission Log. This is where we're trying to keep track of building the world's largest hard climate tech accelerators, how I described, uh, I heard Brian describe it last week, and lessons learned as we go. Brian, the CEO of Third Derivative, We've got got some news. We've got an announcement. We've talked a lot over our last year, Danny, uh, through two and a half episodes about our startups from our first cohort, but we will be officially announcing. And by the time this, um, this publishes, we will have already announced our newest cohort of startups. So really pleased to welcome back my distinguished colleague, Josh Agenbrod, our head of research and insights. Uh, at their derivative to just share some basic highlights of our new cohort of startups. Josh, great to have you. Tell us about the the next 16. Okay, so the new cohort is cohort 419. Uh, the previous cohort was 417, and these are these are the PPMs in the PPM of CO2 in the atmosphere at the time we select the cohort. Uh, the second cohort is going to be 16 new startups selected from a field of over 200 applications that we reviewed uh, from 28 countries around the world. Uh, The actual startups we selected uh, still ends up being kind of North America centric, uh, mostly US, we have two from Canada. Then we also have, excitingly, uh, two from Sweden, two from India, and one from Kenya, one from the UK. Um, The other thing that might be worth mentioning is that uh, the majority of the companies have some notable diversity on the on the leadership team is how we measure it. And uh, so that, that could be women or it could be people of color uh, or other things. Um, and we know of course that that improves performance and like strategic thinking of the, of the startups. That's one reason we're excited about that. But I should also say like, that's always something we're trying to improve on uh, is the, the diversity of the teams. So we're not satisfied, but we are excited that the majority do have something like that. So uh, if I can paraphrase, Josh, the nomenclature of our cohorts is going in the wrong direction from 417 parts per million to 419. But uh, diversity of teams of our deal flow is is trending at least in the right direction, even though we still have a lot of work to do. That's correct. It'll be a nice problem to have where we start coming back through and have to worry about uh, you know conflict with the previous ones. So tell us about your your sample company from cohort one that we hadn't covered yet, and then one new one from cohort 419. Yeah, thanks. So the one that I chose to mention today, probably the, the one that comes to mind for me right away as being like the most interesting, exciting. Sorry, Dan, I know I, you said I can't have favorites, but I just did it again. Um, the one that came to mind for me right away is called Donna. This is a wireless power transfer technology. Um, I have to be a little careful giving the technical details. One, because you know they're a little under the radar with some of that stuff, and also because it gets pretty complicated pretty fast as far as like physics, technical complexity. <laughs> um, but the really cool thing about what they're doing is probably first and foremost that they achieve very high efficiency. This has been a huge limitation of all the previous like wireless power transfer um, attempts thus far. So um, yeah, high efficiency. Other cool things is that uh, they can do one, you know, one chip to one chip. They can do one chip to many chips. The chip can be both either a transceiver or a uh, receiver or both at the same time. And another cool thing about it is that you can do the uh, inversion from like DC to AC, 
simultaneously as the the transfer. Uh, the other, that's crazy. The other thing is really so they cut out. There's no need for an inverter. No, it's amazing. No, no need for an inverter. So their first market with this is uh, actually solar panels. So a lot of times with wireless power transfer, it's like, oh, we're going to use it for consumer electronics or we're going to use it for charging EVs, which to me is like not that interesting because those are like, I don't know, those are kind of unnecessary superfluous uses that we already have solutions for. They're not solving climate change. Um, the first application is going to be solar panels. Um, so you, you can see from that application that the efficiency must be high enough in order to still make the economics work. work. Very high efficiency. The cool thing too is that they, again, they do the, um, the, invert, the inverting, right? So you think about like end phase doing like micro inverters, this is like the nano level. So what they're going to do is take individual cells and then couple them to the output of the panel um, while doing the inverting to, uh, to AC power. And another benefit that comes alongside of it that's really cool to mention is that the way a solar panel works now is you have all the cells in a string in order to achieve the proper voltage before you send it back. Uh, the problem is if any one of those cells has any problem, it gets shaded or it gets you know damaged or whatever, you lose that whole string. So this actually also improves the efficiency of the cell because any kind of shading or anything like that, no problem. So are we talking about wirelessly charging our appliances in the house below our solar array on our roof? with this tool or are we talking about a wireless charge to some other well, yeah, the main thing you're talking about I mean, obviously cool thing about this technology is there are tons of applications you know you can imagine for it but where they want to start is to go from each individual cell the little squares you see on a solar panel to the output of the cell while making that um, jump from DC to AC um, a second their next application in line is going to be for batteries actually and so, you know, very briefly, what they can do there is inside of a battery pack, you have all these individual cells. And anybody who's ever seen inside of like a Tesla battery, for example, where they particularly have many, many, many small cells, you see these little finger wires going everywhere. It's a big challenge to wire all these things up and be able to manage all of that. They want to actually use the same wireless power transfer technology to go from cell to the output of the battery. Um, and do all of the battery management sort of much more flexibly um, without having to make all these little finger wires. Wireless world, wonderful. That is Cut wild. the tether. Nah, nah. And you know, you can, you can also use it to charge your EV or your toothbrush or whatever in the future. I'm saying you can't do that. To, to charge your what? You know, your, your EV or your toothbrush or your uh, cell phone or whatever. We can do that too, but that's just on the side. Let's solve climate change first with it. <laughs> That's awesome, Josh. So I, I love, so I think we've come out of the gate really strong here with uh, with one of our new cohort startups. And I'm really excited to hear about um, all the others over the coming weeks and episodes. But we still have a backlog of amazing startups from our first cohort that we haven't covered yet. So Josh, what about one startup from cohort 417 that you'd like to feature this week? I thought it would be fun to talk about Energy Integration Inc. Because I actually think it's a tech, you know, it's a startup in our portfolio that in my opinion doesn't get enough attention because I think it's a little hard to understand exactly why it's important and what they do, um, but I'm really excited about it. So their, their actual application currently is focused on distillation processes and in particular for making uh, bioethanol. 
what you do currently is you have natural gas as a sort of heat source of heat to do the boiling and do the separation of the liquids. Um, when by applying their technology, which is heat pump based and you know has some smart kind of heat integration in as well, um, what you can achieve is an 80% reduction in the hydrocarbon natural gas input to a bioethanol plant. Um, and because it, you know, because it is so efficient, you can do this cost effectively. So the payback on these things is just two or three years for implementing this system. And you reduce hydrocarbon use at the bioethanol plant by about 80% and you electrify the remaining demand because it's a heat pump. So it runs on electricity instead of, you know, gas. So in the future, you can imagine things being more renewable. Um, but the one thing I want to say also, in addition to that, is that there are tons of distillation applications beyond just bioethanol and even beyond petroleum and chemicals. And there are also applications for this same sort of approach for industrial process heat in general. It's a really important sort of like hard to abate challenge to try and to try and find a way to do industrial process heat with renewables. Thanks, Josh. I think that was a good episode of the D3 mission log diving deep onto details. Tell us, listener, dear listener, if you want us to go more techie like that, or you want us to talk more about the systems and processes supporting these startups with these technologies. But with that, over So in the meantime, time. definitely hit that like, subscribe, and follow along, because we'll have more lessons coming pretty soon. Uh, not sure exactly when this episode's going to publish, but we are recording, certainly, uh, as we head right into the holiday season here in the Northern Hemisphere, the winter holiday season. Um, as we say, it's the the season of miracles. In fact, I think we're recording on the sixth day of Hanukkah right now. So, Hag Sameach to those of you who celebrate. May your candles burn bright. And, you know, we're working at their derivative to bring a bunch of these climate tech miracles to scale and impact as quickly as we can. We'll see you on the other side. Happy holidays. Thank you.